Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at. We thank you so much for tuning into the Men's and Women's Leadership Academy podcast. That's right, this is the We Dream podcast, and I have someone next to me today, a wonderful dude, architects of hope, a lot of dope stuff coming up from Sacramento. Um, how are you doing today, Jerome? I'm doing fabulous. I'm extremely excited to be on the We Dream podcast. It's kind of like a little mini dream come true. Hey, there we go. We love dreams, so we're going <laughs> to kick it off. Dope. All right, stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in once again. Um, now, our We Dream statement for today is where we dream of giving back to our communities that we came from, and we have an excellent example of such a person next to me. So you are from SAC, right? Yes, I am born and raised in Sacramento, California. Um, I'm actually three generations. So my Dang. mother's, um, my mom's parents were actually some of the first people to move to the El Paso Heights in the 1940s, super yeah. long time ago. And um, they, she had nine brothers and sisters, so I'm one of many uh, Roe Carsons in um, the area. That's my mom's um, middle maiden name. So yeah, I've um, got a lot of family out here in Sacramento and extremely yeah. proud to be from the city. Yo, so you rolling deep. Yeah, like, yeah. Nine. That's crazy, Very. that's what's up. So um, I'm gonna give you a chance to introduce uh, yourself, who you are, also Architects of Hope, introduce uh, your programming you have going cool. on. Awesome. So uh, my name is uh, Dron Jackson. Uh, I co-founded Architects of Hope with my twin brother, Damone Jackson, who unfortunately couldn't be here with us today. Uh, so we're not going to go too far back. So we're <laughs> going to get started. Um, we went to West Campus High School. Yep, yep. Um, awesome Represent. high school, representing the same high school my man went to. So uh, nice to have alumni, you know, together. So we decided that when we went to Sacramento State that we wanted to change the culture uh, of our city. So a lot of people yep. back in 05, 04, back in the day, were just not feeling Sacramento. They weren't really yep. feeling Sac State. And me and my brother wanted to kind of change that narrative. So yep. we decided to, um, we went there, we played football. I went and graduated, I had my degree in criminal justice. Gotcha. My brother has his degree in communications. And from there, we really found a lane um, in entertainment, also in education, that we found kind of passions and kind of fell in love with towards the end of college. Um, yep. My uncle, Dr. Alan Rowe, who is the uh, founder of the United College Action Network, um, he brought me and my brother on board after graduation to help out and support with different um, programs that he was running. Gotcha. And we kind of fell in love with the family business. And yeah. now, some five, six years later, we are now running um, multiple um, programs, consulting for different organizations and foundations, and um, just putting in a lot of work for the city, working with the youth, yeah. working with um, social entrepreneurship, and just doing a lot of great things in the city. Yo, I love it. And you said something in there um, about a lot of people not feeling sack. Now, mm. I feel that, honestly. Yeah. What do you love about Sacramento, though? Let's get some positivity. Man, so... um. I love Sacramento because unlike, you know, your San Francisco's or um, the Bay Area, L.A., they have a culture that's already established. They have yeah, artists. Yeah. They have people that come from their city that are well-known people. So Sacramento, well, kind of like the, you know, the stepkids. There's not a lot of people that are from Sacramento or that people know of. Mm -hmm. So it was a place to where we're building our own culture. 
you know, if you look at downtown, we, we only have one half of downtown built. Right, we, there's, right. there's a lot of things that big cities um, come with that we don't have. So we had to, in hindsight, create our own, create our own culture. Right. And we had to kind of uh, stick together. You know, yeah. we had to make sure that the people that we went to school with or the people that we networked with, um, that we were able to um, collaborate and work and bring some pride to the city, which it is um, tenfold. It's so much better oh, yeah. now. People are so much prouder of the city that they come from, um, what they're doing, even Sac State, yep. um, you know, Sac City Unified School District. Me and my brother have been in Sac City Unified School District since preschool. Yo. You know, so we've been we've been in Sac City for a long time. So yep. it, it means a lot to us to be able to give back to our city and not just um, a, you know, like a like a physical way, but actually um, helping develop the youth and the students that, that come from the same area and the same place as us. Yeah, so you're deeply rooted, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. And so because you're so deeply rooted and you've been here forever, what's it been like to see this city grow? And you kind of mentioned it. It's mm -hmm. starting to grow. What's it been like yeah. to see that process? Yeah, um, so I really, you know, I can remember back when we used to catch the bus and the light rail to yep. the downtown mall <laughs> before, you know, Golden Yo. One was there before um, really anything was there and just I'm um, exploring our city and, and really downtown kind of not being a place to where people want to go, you know? Yeah. So now you look at um, Sacramento downtown, you look at Golden One Center, you look at the artist lofts, you look mm -hmm. at the um, the ice pick block that's over there on um, downtown. Mm -hmm. um, just in general, there's a lot of growth, a lot of development, yeah. but also what we see is there are a lot of um, individual people that are coming out the city that are doing some phenomenal and amazing things. Mm -hmm. um, man, you got people like Black Tuxedo, Diamond Darius, you got Keith Powers, right. you have just so many different um, people, Terrence Mitchell, yep. D Book, um, uh, Ryan Coogler, yep. shout out to Ryan Coogler, went to Sac State with uh, me and my brother we played football with, who directed Black Panther and Creed, um, and a lot of my buddies from uh, West Campus, mm -hmm who are um, into the entertainment industry and the nightlife, yeah. they've uh, took, also took it upon themselves over the past, you know, some odd years to bring some excitement and some entertainment mm -hmm. to the capital city, you know, and people tend to forget that, you know, we're the capital of California. True. And, you know, we got time to get our respect. Man. Yeah. What's going That's on? Right. Come and get the bag. Right. Um, now, with a growing city, there's pros and cons yes. to it. How do you think SAC can improve, you know, in some areas? Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I think they can prove in some areas as far as us taking care of the less fortunate. Mm. You know, anytime you have a city, yeah. anytime you have more um, people, more haves, you know, you got more money flowing in to the city, you're going to have the opposite end of the spectrum. And that is um, oftentimes the homelessness that we see. Right. And um, we have mental health, right. you know, and because of social media, unfortunately, a lot of people are seeing everybody's like, highlights of their lives and they're kind of um bringing like bringing that into themselves and they feel like man well how come i'm not doing this or how come i'm not doing that and i see all these things that everybody else is doing on social media and they're kind of not worried and focused on themselves they're trying to kind of um create a um just like their own vision like trying to take somebody else's vision and make it them theirs so yeah. I yeah. think, you know, we could do a lot more with, like I said, the mental health, the homelessness and letting our youth know like the pride in their city. You know, mm -hmm. you think about Hiram Johnson, you think about Kennedy, Burbank. These are schools that back in the 70s and the 80s were powerhouses. Right. There was no, you know, um, 
there wasn't a whole bunch of schools out there. There were so many less schools and the pride was so strong in our Sac City schools. And I think it's really important that we bring that back. Yep. And, and some of those issues you guys are with Architects of Hope, yes. which we'll talk about in a minute, are actively trying absolutely, to solve. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So real quick, we're going to go to commercial break. Stay with us. I uh, learned some more about Jerron and Damone and their endeavors in Architects of Hope. Um, now, I do have some questions about Architects of Hope and some of the wonderful work you guys are doing within the Sacramento City School District. So um, do you kind of want to run down Architects of Hope and what that is in detail? Yeah, absolutely. So um, being student athletes from Sacramento, we realized that um, athletes and artists have a huge impact on the culture. Yeah. So the culture is something huge because the culture dictates how students move and act inside their schools and outside in their communities. So we felt that with Architects of Hope, artists and athletes organizing higher education, we wanted to put the responsibility back on our student athletes, mm. back on the kids, you know, the cool kids on mm. campus. Um, if, for example, you went to a high school, um, you know, a big high school that had a big football population yep. or basketball, whatever, and all the basketball team, all the football team got together and told the whole student population, hey, we're all walking out of cool. We're all walking out of class. Everybody, we're walking out. Right. They pushed everybody with their social media, and they took. I'm telling you, 80 to 90 percent mm -hmm. of the school, the students would listen to those influencers. Yeah. So we wanted to start developing these youth at an earlier age. Yeah. So when people do ask them, "Well, what do you feel about this?" or "What do you feel about this?" as an athlete, what have we learned in the past couple years that um, the masses feel like athletes and artists? are just a prop shut up and dribble yeah. shut up and dribble is perfect kaepernick with the um right. taking a knee they're like you know th it was about the social justice issues that we were dealing with but because they're athletes and they're mm -hmm. not social entrepreneurs or they're not um, in the social justice kind of space people don't take them seriously mm -hmm. so we kind of felt like if we could create a um an organization and an institution that helped um, empower our student athletes and artists to become civically engaged leaders in their schools and communities. Mm -hmm. So artists and athletes becoming civically engaged leaders in their schools and communities. So yeah. in order to reach these students, we need to get people that um, look like them, that move like them, and that they can kind of, um, that they look up to. So that is where we kind of got the whole, the, the mentorship space. Um, I was given an amazing opportunity in 2013 to work for um, Sac City Unified School District to create my own after school program mm -hmm. um, by Mr. PJ, um, PJ Wellington Smith, who has been a mentor of mine for a really long time, mm -hmm. and Mr. Dylan Fisher. And these men were able to put in me um, the 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 um the systems and the pretty much how to navigate through being a young professional yeah. man of color and not just that but how to create something that i could own myself therefore i could um maneuver and navigate um faster because i didn't have to um be attached to so many different um, yeah. in spaces. And so, when you own, mm -hmm. you know, that yourself, Absolutely. you control yeah. the narrative. You right? control you the control narrative. That. Yes, Gavin. And exactly. There's power in that. There's yeah. power in controlling your narrative. Um, there's also a lot of hard work. There's also a lot. <laughs> Let's not overlook that. Yep. <laughs> there's also right, a right. lot of things that people don't see about, you know, running your own show and mm -hmm. it, it looks cool and it looks great and yeah. it sounds good. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, people have to realize that we're moving into a space. You know, with Lyft and Uber and DoorDash 
And I'm just trying to make an example mm -hmm. of we can now create our own sources of revenue and income on our terms. So when Yo. you can create things on your terms, you now don't have to lose your soul in the fight in the process. Exactly, exactly. You know, in the process of trying to make a living and paying, yeah. you know, your light bill, your smut bill. We now have options. And yep. the more options you have, uh, the better. Yep. So, and I'm getting that you guys looked at your platform and, and what you had to work with. And you're like, we're not going to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. These athletes already have a platform. We're going to build off of that. Exactly. And change. So that's that's amazing, man. Exactly. Um, now, what are some projects that you guys have been working on yes, in Architects yes. of Hope um, currently? Yeah. So we have for the past four, four to five years been um, been diving into the men's leader, men's and women's leadership academy. We took it upon ourselves, no matter um, what it looked like, to make sure that we were going to continue to support the endeavors of the Youth Development Department. Um, the Youth Development Department is our family. We were actually born and bred from the Youth Development Department. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, so we're kind of like the offspring yeah. of YDSS and the, the great men and women that came into that space. Yep. So we are in a really, really good place now. We're doing the Men's and Women's Leadership Academy. Mm -hmm. We also consult for the UCAN, the United College Action Network, which is um, Dr. Rowe, which is my uncle's company that he started 30 years ago. Yep. We've been a part of the Built Black. We have been a part of the um, Black Child Legacy, which is um, reducing the African-American child death in our communities. Um, we have been a part of the MLK 365 for the past four to five years, where we lead the marches, starting at the um, Oak Park Community Center all the way to the, um, oh man, where do we walk to? The Convention Center. So we yep, have just been kind of just doing as much as possible, but also staying in the loop of the culture of the city. You know, Yo. who are the movers? Who are the shakers? Yeah. You know, what's going on in the um, entertainment spaces? So we are um, so we're in the loop. So when we deal with our students, we we understand we have a pulse on the city. We know what's going on. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do a scenario real quick. So I'm um, I'm a superintendent listening got to it. the podcast. Right. Got it, got um, it. Pitch to me. Why are programs and why is architect of okay, hope cool, so cool, important? Cool. OK, so um. Architects of Hope, like I said, is artists and athletes organizing higher education. Yep. If you have a situation on your campus, why would you not want to have in your back pocket a group of young men and young women that can A, dictate the culture of the campus. Mm -hmm. They can now help you maneuver and manage any situations. They're kind of like your um, group on campus that can help in any type of situation. So you, have, you pretty much have a line to, a direct line to the youth to the people of your campus. And we all understand now that now more than ever, students have a voice. Students Very have true. a voice. Yeah. And if schools and if um, systems don't start listening to those students, like they said, there's a proverb, if the student in the village don't feel the warmth, they'll burn, if they don't feel like warm, they'll burn it down to feel the warmth. Mm. So before that happens, yep. create a team, Architects of Hope, Arts and Athletes, Organizing Higher Education, it's a, um, a way to make sure that you are staying tapped into your campus culture and you're yeah. listening to what the students are saying. Yo, good stuff right there. Now, something I have to say about Jerron is whenever him or Damone step into the room, leading a workshop with students, y'all get everyone hyped. Yes, your yes, energy yes, is yes, just yes, matched yeah. ASAP. So uh, for other educators out there, how do you get students so hyped and interested in this work? Um, because we are the students. 
Like we go. are the students. We are the students, except older, more mature, and we know what the students um, want. We know what they like, and it's also a passion. You know, when you're passionate about something, it's not something that you have to put like a fake face on. Like yeah. this is why I'm every day, all day, like 110 yeah. percent. And you have to have that strong, positive energy for youth because they need it. You know, students yeah. oftentimes get bogged down by life and, you know, they're, they're, they haven't eaten. They're, they're not feeling good. So when you come into a space, your job is to turn that student and turn them up and make sure that he's excited about education and about life and about his future because yeah. then he'll make better decisions about his future and about his life. Yep. Yo, I love it. All right. Our most important question of the whole podcast what is your dream and hope for the future, man? Uh, my dream and hope for the future is to have Architects of Hope be a um, be an academy, but having our own um, our own building and our own space. So it will be a space where after school kids come in, they can do homework, they can do um, basketball. They can, we have um, uh, rooms where they can do if they like music, graphic design. We're going to bring all the creatives in Sacramento and they can be the mentors. It's like a one stop yeah. shop to being able to um, find out what your passion is um, in one building. And I think obviously um, traveling across the world and giving our um, giving our testimony about what it took to go from a college athlete playing college football, yeah. transitioning to graduating to wanting to create our own organization to successfully doing that mm. to now creating our own our own lane of social entrepreneurship yo and where can we follow you at you got a website cool, cool, social cool. media yeah, hit the hit ig architects of hope 916 and um, we have a website architects of hope.com we have um facebook architects of hope 916 and twitter architects of hope 916 also and um you know, we are very, um, we're, we're very into our students. So if you post or you say something to us, we're gonna reply right back to you. Um, you know, it, it it's gonna take the city to save the city. So we are the go. city. So you know, it's on us. It's time to step it up. So. There you go. And while you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, follow my man up. Go ahead and hit yep, us yep. up at, at MLA Sacramento and at WLA Sacramento. Uh, stay tuned for the latest We Dream podcast news. Um, other than that, what's your guys' mission statement? Let's close it out with that. Our mission, um, creating art, art, artists and athletes to organize higher education and just making sure that um, students feel like they are they are somebody, creating that self-worth. Boom. Closed it out, man. That was wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. This is your host, Gavin, signing off and dream on.